good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts program, Monday, February 12th, 2024. I just listened on several different media outlets to different montages of Joe Biden fumbling, mumbling, crumbling, bumbling, tumbling, stumbling, muttering, puttering, shuddering, stuttering, stammering, all of the things that we have begun now as a nation to finally admit to ourselves even on the left, the man has got to go. Recently, he was investigated by a special counsel regarding his possession unlawfully of classified and top secret documents. He hemmed and hawed and stuttered and stammered and tried to make excuses, claiming that It was his staff that maybe unknowingly put those items in his storage locker at the Penn Biden Center and at his library and at his home and at his garage and other places. Well, you're still responsible, Mr. President. You should not have taken the documents in the first place. You were not the president when you obtained those documents as a senator, as the vice president. And as some reports have come out saying, even at a time where you were not in politics. This should be very worrisome. This special counsel not providing equal treatment under the law or equal application of our laws, and then not quoting Sean Hannity here, this is simple principles of America, of our judicial system. They should treat Joe Biden the same exact way they treated Donald Trump and vice versa. They should treat Donald Trump the same way they've treated Joe Biden. But we have a tale of two parties. The Democratic political party has been going after Donald Trump now, not only persecuting him in the court of public opinion, but prosecuting him in the Department of Justice for the same thing. Now, this special counsel made a speculation that I don't think he should have made. But it's out there now, and it's a matter of public record. The President of the United States is not being prosecuted by the Department of Justice because they think he is too old and too feeble-minded, and they don't believe that his memory would allow him to put up an adequate defense, and therefore, prosecuting him would be a waste of public funds. Now, when has that ever been an excuse to not bring charges against a criminal? Excuse me, an alleged criminal in any instance. So now anytime an old man robs a liquor store and says, oh, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, so how am I supposed to remember if I robbed a liquor store? Is that now the new standard of defense in the United States of America? We won't prosecute him because he may not remember? It's a bullshit justification to not prosecute Joe Biden. For, and, and guess what? If he, I'm sorry, I've got to change thoughts here. If he has no mental faculties to remember the things that might help him in his own defense, and he's been suffering from this for quite some time, all the way back to the beginning of the campaign for sure, not this campaign, but the one that allegedly got him into the White House, then how do we know he wasn't sharing those documents, those top secret highly classified, militarily sensitive documents with our nation's enemies. 
We know that his family is in business. I said business because I'm saying it like they say around here. He's been in business with those foreign adversaries. We know this to be reality. Follow the money and it goes right to a Biden. Any number of Bidens to be actual, actual, accurate. Sorry, I'm having trouble speaking this afternoon. But I'm keyed up about this, my Truth Hurts program listeners. And I'm doing it from the front seat of the old F-250 in heavy traffic. So if I mumble or fumble or stutter or stammer, I guess if it's okay for the president to do it, it must be okay for Steve Z, right? So I was listening to this montage of 30 or 40 different episodes of Biden just, uh, um, uh, maybe I need to um, uh, uh, get my thoughts together. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm saying here. Maybe I'm, maybe I am crazy. Uh, maybe I'm losing my mind. All of those things that he says, that was just a small sampling of all of the gaffes, lies, misinformation, disinformation, fairy tale storytelling. All of those other things that Joe Biden is doing right out in front of us. I think one of three things will happen. I think they will go ahead at this point and let Joe Biden run for president, hoping that people will be sympathetic to having an old man being beaten up on the air, online, on television, by all of these people just picking on an old man and that he'll get back into office and then abruptly either resign or have a medical episode that will force him out of office. That's number one. Number two, they're going to keep running the Joe Biden campaign as they're doing now. They're going to keep letting him screw up. And at the last minute, he'll either be 25th Amendmented out of office or he will be forced to resign for some unknown medical reason. And they'll jam a Michelle, my bell, Michael Obama in as the surrogate. And that could be a problem because what do you do with Camel Toe Harris? I mean, her lower approval ratings are, are even, her approval ratings rather, are even lower than Joe Biden's. And therefore, she is not fit to run for office. I mean, after all, what has she ever accomplished in her lifetime except sleeping her way to the top or just below the top? Hey, who knows? Maybe she likes it on top. And maybe Michael uh, 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 Michelle Obama likes it on top, too. Who knows? Who knows? At the last minute, they might stick Hillary Rotten Clinton in there. Either way, it's fair to say that if a free, fair, open, transparent, honest, legitimate election occurs this coming November, then we know... The Democrats have no legitimate shot at maintaining control of the White House. That's if it's a free, open, fair, transparent, honest, legitimate, untampered with election. They cannot run on Joe Biden's record because his record is abysmal. It is disastrous. It is the failure of what's happening in America. The invasion at the southern border. 100% Joe Biden's fault. Had he continued with the policies of Donald Trump and had Congress appropriated enough money 
to our border protection instead of shipping 100 billion times, 100 times more rather, 100 billion dollars to the Ukraine and some for this country and some for Hamas and dumped 150 billion dollars on pallets of cash at the feet of the Iraqis and the Iranians, then we would have already had a big, beautiful wall built at our southern border. We already would have had border security, both electronic surveillance as well as a physical barrier. We could have hired more immigration judges to determine whether or not people legitimately deserve so-called asylum. But instead, this administration under Joe Biden, at his behest, at the demands of the puppet masters who are controlling Joe Biden, we have allowed on Biden's watch, based on current figures, by the time he leaves office, the end of this year, the beginning of next year, five times as many illegal criminal, law-breaking, invading, trespassing migrants will have entered unlawfully than we have military active duty troops. And that includes the cooks, the cleaners, the janitors, the people who stock the restrooms, the people who fix the flat tires. That includes the radio technicians. That includes every non-combat role in our United States military regarding active duty military members. You know, we've only got 1.3 million active duty servicemen and women in our country. Biden will have let in 11 million on his watch. That's a conservative estimate. And those are just the ones we encountered, just the ones we caught. Does not include those who got away appropriately named gotaways. Five times the number of our active duty military have been encountered and 85 to 90 percent of those simply released into our country unchecked, untraceable, untrackable and Biden has not only allowed it he is the factor that rolled out the welcome mat, the rolled out the wet carpet, the red carpet. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say wet back carpet. I meant red carpet. His policies, his programs, his procedures, his lapdog, his lackey, Mr. Alejandro Mayorkas, under a second impeachment attempt, hopefully he's out for the sake of America. Not for the sake of FEMA employees or DHS employees. They've seen extra paid days off since Mayorkas took office awarded to them. Yes, my friends, we have in this country a major series of crises. That's the plural of crisis because there are so many. Immigration being one. Drug infiltration drug abuse, homeless problems, veterans problems, crime wave, defunding the police, 
hiring Soros-backed prosecutors who refuse to prosecute minority criminals for their massive crime wave. And I haven't even touched on the fact that in the last week, gasoline and diesel prices have spiked once again under Joe Biden's Bidenomics, Bidenflation. And he's still standing up there lying to you, telling you that he has improved the inflation he created. $4.14 a gallon for diesel in South Louisiana, where diesel fuel is refined and processed. I can remember gasoline prices being over $5 per gallon on average just about a year after Joe Biden took office where it had been as low as $1.68 per gallon under Donald Trump's watch. We were a nation that was energy independent. We were a net exporter of oil, natural gas, diesel, gasoline, a net exporter. And now we are once again, thanks to Joe Biden and his policies, dependent on OPEC to provide us with the fuels we need to operate our vehicles. Let's talk about Biden's um, Bidenomics, Biden's inflation. The fact that the nation was actually, according to the statistics, the Bureau of Labor Statistics and every other measurable metric, this nation spent seven consecutive months in decline of GDP, which is the very definition of a recession. In the middle of all of the inflation, which is almost impossible to have inflation and recession at the same time, but Joe Biden, thanks to Bidenomics, thanks to Janet Yellen, thanks to Jerome Powell, they managed to put our nation in that untenable position. You are paying more than double for a gallon of gasoline today the 12th day of February 2024 with Joe Biden at the helm of this nation than you were just four years ago with Donald Trump running the show. Now, do I like Donald Trump as a person? I think he's a dick. I think he's an arrogant, cocky, brash, egotistical psychopath. Nah, that's a bad word. He's not a psychopath. He's just a very brash, full of himself, egotistical individual. I believe that. But you look at every single successful business in our country's history, and you will find at its head, at the CEO position, at the founder's position, a tightwad egomaniac with a chip on his shoulder. You will find as the head of every successful corporation, a person just like Donald Trump, like Gordon Ramsay. You name it, you pick a company that's successful. You'll find a Jeff Bezos. You'll find a Mark Zuckerberg, who gives the impression based on his supposed biography that he was just a meek little mild geek with a very quiet and mild personality. And he rose to prominence. And once he married some woman, 
she turned him into the dick he is. But he's a dick. And he runs his company like a dick. But his company is wildly successful. Why? Because he doesn't take crap from those below him in the hierarchy of his company. Donald Trump is a dick. But Donald Trump knows how to successfully operate a business and despite being under fire for four years while being the president, plus a year before that and now for the past three years after his presidency, Donald Trump ran one hell of a great show. He did. You cannot deny this. The Donald Trump presidency was wildly successful. The economy was chugging along at a brisk pace without inflation fears. On the world stage, our nation was feared militarily because Trump was growing the military. And I hate to be a bigot-sounding guy, but he wasn't putting up with all that don't ask, don't tell bullshit. And people were not getting to join the military just so they could have an addictomy operation because a woman decided she wanted to be another chastity bono and call itself Chaz and have thigh meat plucked from her thighs fashioned into the shape of a penis with an inflatable tube so she could pretend to be a boy because she failed as a female. We certainly didn't have second in charge of the Department of Health and Hospitals, a mental patient, a mentally deranged fat guy who failed as a male, dresses up like a woman and pretends to be a woman, and even renames himself Dr. Rachel Levine. He's still a dude. He claims his daughters and his wife still love him. And maybe they do. But I'm sure behind closed doors, they are embarrassed and humiliated that their daddy failed at being a man, failed at being a husband, failed at every aspect of manliness, and now puts on a dress, tucks his wiener between his ass cheeks with duct tape every morning, stuffs a bra, or maybe had breast implants, I don't know, grew out his long gray hair, shaved his beard, and is now just a fat guy loser pretending to be a woman. Running the Department of Health. A mental patient. You understand. A mental patient. That's what's running the Department of Health and Human Services in the year 2024. That's what's running the show now. Not... Uh, I, I don't even have words, my Truth Hurts program listeners. I don't even have words. And I've run out of time because I'm doing a short version. It is, after all, Lundi Gras, the day before Mardi Gras. And I have some things to do and some people to see. So you go out there and have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.
Okay, my Truth Hurts program listeners, I cut the last one short by about 10 minutes because I had somewhere to go and somewhere to be. And now that that is over, I'm going to finish up some of my thoughts for February 12th, 2024. Donald Trump is not allowed to be on the ballot for President of the United States in at least one or two and possibly as many as three or four states if those individual states have enacted laws to prevent him from being on the ballot. There's a major fallacy, a flaw, a wrench in the thinking processes for those states who say that Donald Trump should not be allowed to run for president because he committed insurrection. He is an insurrectionist. But in each of the states that have thus far removed Donald Trump from the ballot, not a single one of those states has charged Donald Trump with the crime of insurrection. There are no charges against him for being an insurrectionist. And the thought process is pretty simple. If they're keeping him off the ballot for committing insurrection, which is supposedly a federal crime, but they have not charged him with insurrection, nor, by the way, has the federal government, then why not keep him off the ballot for committing murder or committing, I don't know, some hate crime? or committing bank robbery, or armed robbery, or murder of a police officer, or hell, assassination for that matter, or war crimes, all things he did not do. He's not been charged by a single one of those states or the federal government with insurrection. So without having been charged, certainly, without having been tried, certainly without having been convicted of insurrection, how is it possible for a state to keep the president off of the former president, Donald Trump, off of the ballot? He's not been convicted of insurrection. He's not even been charged with insurrection in any of the states in which he has had his name removed from the ballot. Why has this not been put all over Fox News, News Nation, Newsmax, The Sean Hannity Show, Clay and Buck? Why are you hearing this from Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program podcast? I certainly don't have a national or multinational audience of millions or of hundreds of thousands? Why am I bringing up this reality, this fact? Is it because these other people are part of a right-wing slash left-wing coalition to keep Donald Trump off of the ballot? Because when it's all said and done, the Democrats and the Republicans are really just two sides of one party? And there is a, oh my God, we can't have an outsider back in here riling up the people. So we can put up with four more years of Biden or 
let's find some other Republican to put in there, the anyone-but-Trump crowd doing everything they can to keep the former president from indeed attempting once again to make America great, much greater than it has been under the last three years and two months of gropey Joe Biden, three years and a month and a half, give or take. They have taken Donald Trump off of the ballot in states using the excuse insurrection. He's not been convicted of that. He's not been officially charged with that crime. And they won't charge him with the crime. Because like every other witch hunt that they have instigated against Donald Trump, the fact is very crystal clear. There is no credible evidence that Donald Trump committed insurrection, committed sedition. All he did was do what you and I have the constitutionally protected, God-given right to do when we question our government, when we redress our grievances with our government, when we utilize our First Amendment right to freedom of expression, freedom of press, freedom of speech, freedom to assemble, freedom to redress our grievances, freedom to worship whatever God we choose to worship, whether it's the Lord God Almighty above and His Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, or whether it's some graven golden calf idol. We have the right to do so. Speaking of which, tell me why we have had to remove the Ten Commandments from government buildings, but on government property, we have been forced to allow satanic statues to be erected. In Texas, in a publicly funded library that was named after some very Christian Texans who started the library, but it receives federal funds. This month, on display in that library in Texas, a golden image of Satan with a Medusa head praising the God of abortion, praising and glorifying the murder of unborn innocent babies. If the United States of America had the same type of political system that other communist nations supposedly have, we would, like China did, outlaw abortion completely. We would outlaw birth control completely. We would outlaw anything that keeps our population from growing because China needs new blood. They need new warm babies to grow up to be new warm children, to be new warm soldiers in their worldwide conquest attempt. And the United States of America, 332 million by population, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 332 million American citizens, 
plus God knows 100, 180, 140 million illegals. <laughs> and a military of only 1.3 million? God help us all if World War III does begin. We only have 1.3 million trained United States military service personnel. Now, I heard a far-fetched conspiracy theory from a good friend of mine from the Democratic Political Party. He said, hey, we should be thankful to God above that we're allowing all of these illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing, invading migrants into our country, although he just said undocumented immigrants. Because if push comes to shove, President Biden could say, I will grant citizenship to each and every one of you of military age if you join the military and bolster our military by as many as 75 million. Of course, you put 75 million young male and female illegal immigrants into this country with the promise of citizenship after four years of service, you might have a takeover. You might have a takeover of Hispanic wannabe Americans who say, you know what, we're not going to wait four years. We now have the guns and the training and just take over the country in an invasion from within. People don't think of these things. They don't think of these potential scenarios and consequences. They don't. Because in their minds, these people are just coming here for a better life. They're just coming here because they don't have a good home life back where they came from. <sighs> and we're mean-spirited and we're hateful because we won't just let them in and let them suck from our welfare system. In New York City right now, think of this. New York City has, what, 60, 70 thousand illegal criminal law-breaking trespassing alien migrants the ones that Greg Abbott sent there by bus by train by plane by minivan and the city of New York almost nine million residents is in a major crisis mode because they can't control the animalistic actions of those illegal immigrants, the 10, 20,000 of them that are there, maybe it's 80,000. Think about this, my friends. The New York City Police Department, overrun, beaten down, beaten up, just beaten by a handful of criminal law-breaking immigrants who have literally everything to lose. Something in the system let those criminal lawbreakers walk free without bail. Flip the bird at the cameras. Basically saying, we're here and there's not a damned thing you can or will do about it. Imagine putting M-16s in the hands of criminal law-breaking illegal trespassers who already violated our law by breaking into this country to begin with. Giving them military training, 
handing them weapons of war, and then saying, we want you to go fight for us on some foreign land. Think about this. We have provided for the destruction of our nation. We have set in motion the path to the end of our country. We've set it in motion. It's out there. I am not a political science major. I don't have a degree, a master's, a doctorate, or even a bachelor's in political science. And yet, here I am speaking to you through the microphone of a cell phone on a podcast hosting platform while driving an F-250 diesel pickup truck down the highway. And I have enough intelligence, foresight, and mental capacity to understand exactly what is happening in this country. We have a weak, ineffectual, ineffective, inept leader, so-called leader, in Joe Biden, who is running for re-election, and we have zero confidence in the man. And the other nations of the world are looking at this man and the country that he represents, and they are laughing. Friends of mine in Australia and New Zealand and in Berlin have told me, it's a wonder you have not been conquered yet. And if you go, we all go. All right, folks, I've run out of time for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.